Have you ever had your Christian faith feel threatened? Maybe by doubt, maybe by pain. What do you do about it? We're talking today about being ready with a reason for the hope that's in us on this episode of Daily Jumpstart. So I'm going to read from 1 Peter 3.15 for our jumpstart today. It says this, But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet, do it with gentleness and respect. So if you had one of those situations or maybe a season in your life that you felt your faith was threatened, by doubts. What did you do about that? I know that my Christian faith has been tried and tested over the years. I can remember when I would think about the existence of God, big capital G God, or really any God, and I thought it could be tough to believe in. The only thing that really got me through those rough years in high school, really, as I was going to a Christian school, as I served in youth group, but inside felt these doubts, the only thing that got me through was formal and informal training in apologetics. And this might be a different way of thinking about apologetics for you. I think normally we talk about it as a defense of the faith, as a, as a way to attack other beliefs or the beliefs of other people. But for me, it was something far more personal in the use in my faith in God. You see, I was doubting that there could even be a God, not because I had necessarily experienced trauma, but just because I was beginning to understand that there were arguments against God or against the existence of God or Jesus Christ. And I was being swayed back and forth by these arguments. So what I did, instead of allowing those things to overtake me, allowing the doubts that can surround us day in, day out, allowing those to, instead of overtaking me, I allowed them to push me into arguments for the gospel, for God, for Jesus Christ. I looked at books like one that maybe you've heard of, The Case for Christ was one of the first ones that I looked at. And then I began to look at other similar books about the reasonableness of a Christian faith. Someone who I ended up looking to a lot was someone by the name of William Lane Craig. I also ended up taking a class about philosophy and I read philosophy books from Christian and non-Christian perspectives. I felt so lucky to have the opportunity in the people in my life that made this possible. I found that when I felt lowest, when my faith felt so small, I was encouraged by those relationships, even sometimes simple logical proofs that helped me see that there was a reasonableness to all of it. Then when I knew it was the best option for me, was the beginning to have a starting point of clearing away the brush so that I could have a clearer look 
uh, Jesus Christ. I followed the idea of Jesus knowing that if I was going to choose any option out there, Jesus was by far the best that I could ever choose. And I think one of the biggest things to remind myself and ourselves in this time that we could feel far from God or have our faith tested is that I still needed to pray. I knew all the arguments and I would go over them in my head, but it was something being deep in prayer, praying for my heart and my thoughts and that God to be a part of both of those is that that is what pushed me out of unbelief into belief in my father in heaven. Have you had experiences like this where apologetics has instead of been used as an as an outward force, but an inward force? I know that I've used Christian apologetics with people of other mindsets. But like I said, I think a lot of times it's encouragement to myself or something that I tell to my students is an encouragement for their faith. And like I said, I think what apologetics does best is not prove the existence of God, but perhaps moves some of these ideas or what you might say are are bushes or trees out of the way to have a clear look at Jesus Christ. It's as if you're standing before this beautiful scene, this beautiful sunrise or sunset or mountains off in the distance, but you are sitting in such a way that all you see is the brush in front of you. All you see are these trees and you can't see what everyone else is talking about. Instead, what you're focusing on are these things right in front of you. But what apologetics can do is clear away those things and then you have the opportunity to actually interact with what people are talking about. When we look at apologetics and Christian apologetics, it's trying to push away all of these attacks about the unreasonableness of faith, or maybe that faith is just believing in something that there's no way to prove. But instead, it points us to the fact that a Christian is someone who does think. Today, as you go about your day, you can know that a Christian is not someone that's called to ignore facts and ignore the real world, but instead to look deeply upon scripture and deeply upon logic in the mind that God gave us to then interact with the world that God has in front of us. And then when we push aside maybe the arguments of an existence of God, or we push aside these ideas that uh, God is just someone made up as an opiate for the masses, but instead see faith as something powerful and real, and that each of us places our faith in something at some point in time. You and I have the opportunity to see Jesus Christ or to help push aside arguments that would deter from Jesus to help someone say, now, who do you say Jesus is? This historical person who existed, who historically died, who then was said to have been rose from the dead, something that in the recent weeks we've just celebrated Easter when I'm recording this as the Christian church celebrates the risen Christ. So you can share apologetic arguments for the reasonableness of God with many people, but those proofs are not what gives someone faith. Again, prayer, the Holy Spirit, those things are what can truly open the door to our hearts. But we want to make sure that we are removing as many things that are blocking the way of seeing Christ clearly as much as we can. And then as we do that, we're able to give what first Peter calls that support 
in that reasoning for the hope that's in us. And we do that with gentleness and respect. Why? Because we have been treated so gentle with such respect and care and love by our Father in heaven. And Jesus Christ gives us that example in his life, his ministry, his death and resurrection. And so with that, that's all we have for this episode of Daily Jumpstart. Start.